When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Jeff Goldblum's trip to Hawaii wasn't as great as other people's trips because he got his belongings uh, stolen from a hotel locker while he was taking a dip in the ocean. Oh, no. Yeah, he went to um, Waikiki. Uh, Cops are investigating this. He crammed a bunch of his stuff into a locker before he went into the ocean, of course locked it, and somebody got into it and stole his personal stuff. Oh, no. That's some, just gross. Some guy or some some crook saw, oh, look, Jeff Goldblum followed him, yep. saw the locker he put it into, and then broke into it. Oh, I'm going to break into Jeff Gold so I can get his flip-flops. Yeah, <laughs> maybe his wallet, see what kind of money. That's the real yeah. Yeah. thing is to, to get his uh, money. For sure. Okay, um, there was a surprise guest at Stagecoach this week- weekend. It's a music festival. Herpes. Um, herpes? Yeah. <laughs> According- that was a special guest. <laughs> yeah. oh. Now, apparently this is the same thing that happened at Go- Coachella. There's a website called Herp Alert, and it's, oh an- <laughs> it's an online diagnosis and treatment website for, for herpes. Um, there's been a huge spike in people looking to get treated for herpes in the areas surrounding the festival grounds. So apparently you upload a picture of your twig and berries or whatever parts you have, and then they diagnose you. It's kind of like Virtuel for herpes. For herpes. herpes. They go, yep, that's herpes. Herp Who wants alert? to upload a picture of their junk, though? Oh I don't. Oh, my gosh. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, I guess if you're desperate and you really need some medicine. Oh, yeah, boy. that's gosh. true. I mean, uh, I guess they're getting the help they need. Yeah. <laughs> but if you would like some help as well, herpalert.com. Herp alert, everybody. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the website right now. It's i got to look at what thing. this looks like. Yep. Herp alert. Yeah, oh, okay. okay, Pharrell Williams and Usher, uh, they did an event at a roller skating rink. This all has to do with the uh, Virginia Beach. It's a music festival that Pharrell's putting on. Virginia Beach is his hometown. It's called Something in the Water Fest. And they started off this weekend with a at the Haygood Roller Skating Center. Fun! <laughs> so, Haygood! Yeah, and so uh, it was Pharrell Williams, Usher, Pusha T, Fergie, a bunch of other uh, oh. uh, artists there. Um, and Usher literally hit the rink, make sure everybody was having fun skating around. There were about 100 oh. people there. So that sounds See, awesome. We, we talked yesterday about how Generation Z is bringing back the mall. Mm-hmm. Can't they bring back the skating rink next? Can we make a request to the Gen Zers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want the skating rink to come back. So, Gen Zers, could you work on that, please? Thanks. It's a great way <laughs> to meet a sweet honey. 
That's right, Lex. Or, You're like, look at my skills, and you can look at them. It's like bowling, you know? You can watch them from a distance and go, ooh, look at you and your skills. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on my talk 1071. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. That's right. 605, <laughs> welcome to the 6 o'clock hour, everyone, of Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jason, Lex, and Don McClain. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you're having a good morning, eating your toast with us and mm. getting the kids ready for the bus. Um, now, before we got, we're going to talk about John Singleton, but oh my goodness, I, this is, I, I, especially on the TV show, I feel like we should just do a daily Gail King watch on Instagram because. What's he doing now? Oh, Lex, Dawn, this is so good. Y'all have to watch this. Now, don't turn off our show to do this. But so in that commercial break, I just, I went on the IG. I'm like, okay, what's going on in the world, you know? And <laughs> Lex, I go to Gail King's account, and there's just a picture of her in a car with her shirt over her head. And I'm like, what the hell is Gail doing? So it's a series, of, it's a succession of photos, and the caption is, I'm on the air in less than 10 minutes, changing in the car at JFK after a cross-country flight that was delayed an hour. Will I make it? (laughs) So she's changing, Lex, and showing her changing in the car. So then I knew, I knew that CBS This Morning, their social media team is like our, our, Hannah, they're so good. So I went to CBS This Morning's account. And they're they're taping Gail. I just saw it because the show just went live in New York about seven minutes ago. So they get her Lex running into the studio. You should see the team of makeup and hair people that are surrounding her. They from what I can gather, this was about two minutes before air. If I'm doing my math right. So they, there is a team over her. Nora O'Donnell is also shooting it. So I got to go look at Nora's Instagram account. She barely, barely made it for the top of the show. Oh my gosh. So, I bet that was fun to watch. Oh, I'm looking. Oh, it's so good. I love Gail. She just wins the Instagram. She really does. I just <laughs> adore her. Anyway, you guys can check that out if you need a good, uh, a good little laugh. Uh, coming up on 608. Ah, we got the sad news yesterday, and uh, not to be blunt, but I I think we kind of unfortunately knew that this was going to happen. We lost John Singleton yesterday. Uh, Incredibly sad. So young. What, 51, Lex, I think? 51. Dawn, yeah, I think 51. First African-American male man to be nominated uh, in Best Director. And the youngest ever. The youngest ever. Um, of course, Boys in the Hood. I mean, he. Lo- I mean, there's so many people. Like Janet Jackson was talking. She posted a really touching Instagram uh, post about him, saying that you know he she owed him a lot. You know, her first big film role. And uh, so here's Lester Holt kind of wrapping it up last night. I thought he did a nice report, and then we'll talk about him on the other side. Tonight, Hollywood is mourning the loss of a legend. John Singleton, the first African-American to earn an Oscar nomination for Best Director, has died, days after suffering a massive stroke. Director John Singleton shot to fame at an early age. 
Just months after graduating from USC, oh. he began shooting his groundbreaking debut movie, Boys in the Hood. We got a problem here? The 1991 drama earning him a Best Director Oscar nomination at just 24 years old, oh. making him the first African-American and youngest person ever nominated for that award. Poetic justice followed two years later. Girl, you got this. Uh, my goal is just to make films that you know, have a lot of heart and um, that ordinary common people can identify with. More recently, he directed an episode of The People vs. O.J. Simpson and co-created the FX crime drama Snowfall. Singleton spent his life advocating for black artists and films in Hollywood. Actress Regina King tweeting, Rest in power, my friend, one of the greatest to ever do it. John Singleton was 51 years old. Yeah, Regina King in Poetic Justice. Again, yes. a little sidebar. You forget how long Regina King, her career too. My goodness, all the way oh, back to yeah. 227. And I had forgotten she was done in, for decades. She, yes, Lex. I had forgotten she was in Poetic Justice. Angela Bassett uh, uh, in uh, Boys in the Hood, Cuba Gooding Jr. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. It's representation is so important and telling ordinary stories, like yep. you said, that are relatable to everyone. Viola Davis's tweet kind of got me a little wispy. Oh, what did she she say? says that the best life is when you leave a trail. You leave something on this earth bigger than us. John Singleton, you inspired a generation of artists. We will shoulder on. May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, I mean, he did. He led the way. I mean, you 24 right yeah. out of film yes. school, 24. And he did Boys in the Hood. I mean, I, I, I'm old enough. Don, we're, you know, I when that movie came out, that was a revelation. I, I mean, that was a huge movie. I it, it just we'd really not seen anything like that. And and it. And the success that it had, it was just nuts. I I don't know. It's very, very, and so young. And the stroke thing. Yeah. got to tell you, as a guy, Ugh. as a guy in his mid-40s approaching 50, I, I, it, how it just touches me other than just the loss of the talent is, my goodness, from Luke Perry to John, the whole stroke thing scares me to death, Lex. Dawn, it just, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's... I, I, it's just frightening to me. It's just in a snap, you know? So, mm -hmm. uh, oh. John Singleton, 51 years old, everyone. Just so sad. Um, guys, before we take a break, lots of stuff going on. This is uh, to lift the mood a little bit. If you're looking for something fun to do coming up in a few weeks, I love this event so much. I'm glad they're doing it. My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Shop Till You Drag. Yes. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> That's such a good name. Produced by our good friends at Flip Phone Events. By the way, Chad from Flip Phone. It was his birthday yesterday. yesterday. Happy birthday, Chad. Uh, it's 2019's biggest drag show in a mall. <laughs> Coming to Rosedale Center on Sunday, May 19th, starting at 2.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now or listen to LoJ for your chance to win VIP seats. Which means, uh, which include a meet and greet with some of your favorite uh, drag queens, plus show host Carson Cressley. So you can get more deets. Some really talking. cool drag queens coming. Trinity Talk is coming. Monique Hart, Peppermint, Blair St. Clair. We got BB Zahara and Mercedes Iman, you know, both from here. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. 
I do declare Blair St. Clair. <laughs> yes. I love that. By the way, speaking of that, uh, RuPaul's talk show that uh, is getting a test run, sort of like how our show did uh, a couple years ago on Fox. Uh, RuPaul's getting a test exactly the same way. Uh, they announced yesterday that it will be airing uh, locally here uh, uh, in uh, at Fox 9 Plus. It's our sister station at 8 p.m. So as a date gets closer, I'll, I'll remind you because if you love Rue, believe me, Aww. these test these test shows you only get them. Uh, they only give them like three weeks, and you got to get the ratings quickly. So uh, Fox 9 Plus at 8 p.m. I'll give you a premiere date uh, when I get it. But uh, it's coming very soon. So I think it's June, mid-June. I think so. That's usually when they do the tests. So they want to do it before 4th of July. So coming up on 614, we are going to take a very small break. When we come back, we'll lighten up the mood a little bit. Alexis is going to give us the dish on the Billboard Music Awards. And then Dawn's going to give us the dish on all the big movies coming out in May. Stay right there. Back after. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything, this line is busy. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Don's coming up in just a little bit with the more big movies coming out. It's not just Avengers, people. No. No. Hey, this whole year, let's be clear, this whole year is a bounty for movie fans. I I've been saying, I don't know what Hollywood's going to do for 2020, because everything's coming out this year. Oh, they'll find a way. I know. Especially the Walt Disney Company. Everything's coming out this year. Yeah. Don will have that in a little bit. But from uh, movies to music, that's uh, Alexis's beat. Yeah. The music beat. I'm actually excited for the Billboard Music Awards, and I've never said that in my life, Lex. You haven't? <laughs> Never. No, not really. Uh, it's tomorrow night on okay. NBC. So check that out. It's at 7 o'clock, and they're going to be live from Vegas, which is really cool. Mm. So we already know that Taylor Swift is going to be opening them with a, you know her single, Me, um, oh. with uh, Brendan Urie. And then we also know some other performers, too. Halsey, Sierra, the Joni, Jonas. Formerly Jonas Lex. Brothers. Yeah, you can't say brothers. Right, anymore. right. Uh, Kelly Clarkson will be there. BTS, which, oh, all the little kids are going crazy about that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was so cute. We, um, during the Fix-It Clinic on Saturday in Ramsey County, you know, I just go and do some, like, DIY stuff. And a little girl, I brought some, like, K-Pods just to, or K-Cups, the pods, to yeah. paint. And this little girl, she's nine. Her name is Willow. What a cute name, right? Oh, I love that name. She was painting them, and she wrote BTS on the top of one of them. I'm like, oh, oh my she gosh! Did. Yes, it was very cute. Um, and now we know that Madonna is also performing. She, yeah, Jace, and get this, she is dropping five million. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dollars of her own money to make this the biggest performance of the night. $5 million for a seven-minute set. You know what I thought you were going to say? Like she was donating that money for the Notre Dame restoration or something. <laughs> I, I'm not no. kidding. I thought you were going to say, oh, and she's announcing that she's doing. She, 
she's spending five million on one performance. Yeah, she's in London already rehearsing her showcase. Uh, I guess that's going to include holograms and CGI. Add a girl. So add a girl. Five million dollars. Wow. I wonder how expensive is that. What is she going to be doing? No idea. Oh, that's exciting though. That's how you do it. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't love the song yet. I don't. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But that's how you, Lori. Okay, can I tell you too? Yeah. Did you see Lori walking? Uh, Lori, uh, Lori, Julie, Dawn, Lex. Did you guys see Lori walking around with her Madonna eye patch on? No. <laughs> her Madame X. Because <laughs> Madame X is coming out this June. Yes. Oh gosh, is she? Is that on Instagram? Oh, oh Lex, I think it is. I came in. <laughs> I came in. Oh God, I, I doesn't matter what day. Colin and I were in recording uh, Two Fairy Godfathers. And Lori comes up. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. She comes up <laughs> behind us. She goes, are you ready for Madame X? And she had an eye patch that she made. And she's imitating Madonna. She says, I'm so excited. She's like, I haven't been this excited for a Madonna anything in a while. I don't know where she got this so quickly. I don't know if she Alexed, Alexis it up. She made it herself, but it was she's a Madame X. She's got the red X. X on it. She does. I don't know. I don't know if Hannah made it for, her, but I was dying. I'm like, oh, Lori. Oh, Lori. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. I, okay. What is she going to do? I don't know. With this 3D technology and gosh, the setup of that. Yeah. Maybe it's just to it, pay the people, not only to create it, but to be able to set that baby up. It's tomorrow, though, Lex. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yep. Does, NBC, say the network, sweetie. NBC. NBC okay. at 7. PM. Seven. Okay. Yep. We can, and they'll be live yeah. from Vegas at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Oh, that's a Ooh. good arena. 623 from music to movies. We turn to La Don McLean. Uh, Avengers, I mean, it's out, but there's other big movies. Don, what do we have to look forward to in May? Yeah, we'll see if any of these can compete with Avengers. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, it might just sweep May, and people just might go, uh, keep continuing going to see Avengers one, two, three times. Yeah. Uh, and so many people out there watching it. Uh, but just in May, we have quite a few movies that are uh, people have been waiting for that are pretty cool. Ugly Dolls looks really cute. It's an animated movie. Yes. Um, it has Kelly Clarkson, Nick Jonas, Janelle Monet, oh. many more. In what it. a cast, on. <clears throat> yes. Look, that's oh. a kicker's ca- cast. And they're singing in it, of course, with uh, people like uh, those three, at least. Um, so you've got that coming out. That's original. Yes, and that is May 3rd. Then we have uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Pikachu coming out May 10th. Um, cute you know for all the people that still play Pokemon they're looking forward to it (laughs) my nephews are loving this news I'm a little afraid of this Pikachu thank you Dawn Lex why does it look too fierce in its drawing Lex I gotta talk to you why you were afraid of Peter Rabbit remember you you were frightened of Peter Rabbit Mm, yes Paddington Bear Paddington Bear Paddington Bear I'm sorry wrong animal <laughs> have you? Have that you was too fierce. Let me look at him. Hold on a second, Don. I'm with you. I'm so glad. And it's you said Ryan that. Reynolds' voice, which doesn't make sense because that's all voiceover in Deadpool. That's all I can hear. You know. Yes. 
It's mm. a bad casting for Pikachu. You think so? I, yeah. Is he supposed I, to sound sweeter? Yeah, I don't. Uh, that is totally doesn't fit at all. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just anybody but Ryan Reynolds. He's associated <laughs> with saying really dirty things with Deadpool. It's true. That's why it's kind of funny. Yeah. But he looks super okay. He's the, 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 the image of this little guy. Yeah. He doesn't look too fierce because that was my issue. You know, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now and mm-hmm. My Little Pony and Paddington Bear. This would look soft and cute. Okay. Alexis is... I, Donna but, Moore, I mean, am I going to see this? Probably not, unless my nephews want to go, and his, their parents don't want to see it, so... Yeah, you know. he'll go. He'll take one for the team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I might actually enjoy it. Yeah, you but might. But, Don, you are, you are the, you know, Pokemon master, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't... You're scared, I'm scared now. Yeah, I don't know. Just the, every trailer, I'm like, oh, that just looks horrible. I don't know. I'm so with you, Don. I saw it when it was attached to Avengers when we mm-hmm. saw it on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, this looks <laughs> yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one more a little bit later. When we come back, an Alexis Thompson quiz. Victorian slang, real or fake, when we return. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Here's a joke from listener David. What is a buccaneer? Expensive corn. (laughs) This has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Yeah, Buccaneer. Okay. Buccaneer, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks, my, my talkers. Talk- uh, thank you, my talkers. <laughs> uh, in the morning, right here, my talk middle seven one. And uh, if you so choose, our Feebulous app. Uh, go download that right now, everybody. Uh, this is the last day of April, I should tell you. So uh, go do that. But uh, you can still get listener rewards from listening to us. Yep. You can win. Uh, you can enter to win an Amazon Echo, Bachman's gift card, Home Depot, the Home Depot gift card, and more. Register for listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Yes. And tomorrow on May Day, a whole new batch of prizes will be revealed. Oh, that, oh, really? Yes, every month. Oh, that's fantastic. Coming up on uh, 632, uh, we proudly present to you another Alexis Thompson quiz. <laughs> What is uh, the focus of today's uh, quiz? Oh, right. It's Victorian slang. So we're talking the 1800s. <laughs> okay. And is it real or did I make it up? Did you make it up? This is Vic. This is slang used uh, possibly in the Victorian era. Yes. Uh, era. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this should be good. Dawn, you ready? <laughs> I'm we ready. Gotta work- we got to work together on this, Dawn. We got we to gotta work on this together. Ready. Here we go. Okay, first Victorian slang, or is it? Benjo. A 19th century sailor slang for a crazy, noisy holiday. Benzo? Benjo. 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 A banjo, Dawn, but with an E. That's right. Benjo. Um, Benjo. and what's it? What's it allegedly? What is it allegedly? It's a sailor slang for a crazy, fun, noisy holiday, and they're celebrating in the streets. Dawn, would you like to go to the annual Benjo Festival with me? I think that's Victorian slang. Let's say yeah on that yeah. one. I'm with Dawn. I'm going with a yes on that one. Ding 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 ding! <laughs> yes, right. it is. 
Banjo nice. Festival. I like that. Good job, you guys. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Next Victorian slang. Is it real or did I make it up? Door knocker. Hmm. Which door is a knocker. type of beard. Door knocker. Mm. Oh, a type of beard. Yes. Oh, Dawn, mm. I, your door knocker is growing in quite um. handsomely. <laughs> <laughs> Our door knockers. Uh, how about how about singular, uh, Dawn? Singular. <laughs> I don't know what I, I said. Yes on the last one. What do you think, Jason? Uh, you know what, Dawn? I'm thinking maybe because. I'm thinking of, of the pictures of men. They would let their facial hair grow out and sometimes twist it and stuff. Sure. Mm. And maybe if it was twisted, it was in the shape of a door knocker. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. Li- oh. Wow. Mm. Like beard art. Um, beard art. Uh, you'll say I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to say yes, Alexis. Ding, okay. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yes, this is a type of beard. It's formed by the cheeks and chin being shaved, leaving a chain of hair under the chin and upon each side of the mouth, forming a mustache. Like, just like, the, like you said, a door knocker shape. It's like the, what do you call that one? The, the, mm, the um, what's it? What do we call horseshoe? it now? Like a Horse- horseshoe, but uh, anyway, Look that at- mustache. <laughs> Don, look at me working that out of my head. That's look good. At the, That's because you have a beard, so you have beard knowledge. Thank you. I have beard. The beard has given me beard knowledge. Uh. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Wisdom. Let's stick Wisdom. with some hair, guys. Okay. Is this a Victorian slang, or did I make it up? Doing the bear hair. Hmm. <clears throat> Doing the bear hair. Mm-hmm. Well, there were bears in the Victorian age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there were, there were they bears. Just come around in nineteen hundred. Now, are they are we talking the animal kind or? Uh, that, uh, that sounds dirty. Gay men. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, there's there's wow. There's a little choir back there. <laughs> Listen to this, everybody. I put in. What did you I, search? I put in Victoria Aaron, uh, Victorian era music, and <laughs> I got this. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, uh, the Duggars do this. Oh, a lot. It's courting that involves hugging. Remember, they can only hug on like side hug. Oh, before they doing the bear hair. Okay, doing the bear hair. Don, I'll say you, yes. That's. Did you find slang. it appropriate if I bear haired you? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. <I was> just, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> wow, dog. <laughs> Fine, I won't bear hair you. Um, what do you? What did you say, dog? I said yes. I'll say yes too. Wah, wah, wah. Oh. oh no! Oh, I made that one up. You made that up. But it, that it's called one, doing the bear. Oh, I added oh, hair. Oh, it's yeah. called. But the real term is doing the doing bear. the bear, oh, weird. <laughs> which sounds kind of. Hmm, but it's courting that involves hugging. I've done that. Okay. Yeah, I've done that too. (laughs) Okay, Victorian slang real or did I make it up? Tootily toot. See, Nadon, this is where it gets hard because it sounds like something Alexis would say. (laughs) Yeah. But it also sounds like something I can hear a Victorian woman saying. Say it again, Lex. Hmm, Tootily toot. Tootily toot. Oh, Dawn. (laughs) 
Tootly mm. toot. You know what I mean? I can hear. Can't you? I, I can hear in a polite Victoria, society. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know totally. what it means, but let's say no yes. Idea. Which I can tell you that it's a, oh. a term that thieves use to indicate that they wanted to use the back door or go out the back way. Okay, tootly toot. All right. Okay, I'm going to rob. I'm going to take your chest of jewels <laughs> and I'm going to tootly toot my ass out the back door. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don, that yeah, sound? that sounds very plausible. I, uh, Lex, we're going to go for yes on that one. <laughs> yeah. wah, wah, wah. Oh. <laughs> I made that one up. Oh, that was a good one, though. Tootly toot. That actually means backslang it when you want to take things out the back way. Oh. You backslang it. Okay. okay. Yep. That, we'll leave that right there. Yeah, we'll leave that right there. We're Alrighty. not going to touch that one anymore. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to go any further with that. Yeah. Okay. Victorian slang, real or did I make it up? Labrador tramples. <sighs> Labrador. Mm. Okay. May we have the definition, please? Yes. It is a term for quarreling. Mm. Labrador well, that's a dog. It's so involved. Tramples. That's very, yeah. What's the second word, Lex? Tramples. Labrador, Labrador tramples. Tramples. Yes. It is a term from Queen Victoria's journal. Oh, that's saucy minx. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I'll say means- yes. I've said yes what- on all of them and <laughs> been wrong, so. What's the definition again, Lex? Uh, it's quarreling. You're fighting. I'm with I'm with Dawn. I'm going to say yes. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, oh my god! I made that one up too. Okay, oh. I better not guess anymore. It's the, I'm not the, doing well. <laughs> you guys are still doing pretty good. You the, got, a, you got a doing, few of them. I am feeling very positive. I think we're doing pretty good. The real okay. term is collie shangles. If you that want sounds- to talk about fighting, and usually they used it to describe dogs fighting. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Collie shingles is a horrible, horrible disease that they oh, have. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Ouchie, that sounds... Yeah, it's horrible. Painful, sweatpants yes. kind of day. Woof. Yeah. All right. We have time for a few more? We do. Okay. Let's do... Okay, so uh, Victorian slang, real, or did I make it up? Okay. Powdering hair. Oh. Well... I, I think yes. Didn't they powder? I mean, I know it's more the UK, but didn't they powder wigs? They did powder their wigs, but this yeah. is a term for getting oh. drunk. Uh, and then it's it's called powdering. Are you powdering you hair? Powdering, You're powdering hair. hair. He could barely walk. He was powdering hair. Hmm. Dawn, I know your confidence has been broken, but I mean, what are you thinking? I'll say no. Jace? Oh, God, I want to say yes. I'll say yes. Jason, you're right. Ding, 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 ding. That was a tavern term. A tavern term. Okay. Yes. Well, there we go. Powdering hair. For getting like drunk. That. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been 17th century slang, (laughs) real or not. (laughs) 
Well, okay, Jason, enough of the Victorian music. Yeah. I can, I can pause that. Those guys can stop singing That's, now. Exactly. When we come back, everybody, Charlize Theron opens up about a Mervy Pervy to Howard Stern, uh. and Joan Collins opens up about a Mervy Pervy to Mo Rocca. We'll talk about both of those when we return. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Don McClain. Don't forget, follow us on social media, Lex and the Cities. Lex has some cute pound puppy <laughs> pictures oh <my> up. <laughs> Where did you find those, Lex? eBay. <laughs> I thought they were a lot smaller, but they're so cute. I can't wait to put them on my jean jacket for our upcoming toy shows and things like that. But they're, you guys, did you guys have pound puppies? I did. Dawn, oh did my you? gosh. I think I had a couple. Yeah. Yeah, oh. just a few. I used They're to have a little so pyramid oh, of them that went on my bed that got bigger to smaller, and I just loved them so much. <laughs> but I got these cool pins, so you can see those for sure. Yeah, you can see those uh, and uh, some shots of Lex uh, uh, hosting the Tubman event over the weekend at the uh, St. Paul Intercon mm-hmm. and and the and the uh, Fix It Clinic. I never did ask you how did uh, oh, yeah. how did the Fix It Clinic go? Oh, it's, it was great. There were so many people getting their stuff fixed. What I love about it is afterward, if something gets fixed, they ring the bell and then the folks at the Fix It Clinic, they weigh everything. And so there's a total. Actually, I didn't get the total from them, but usually it's hundreds and hundreds of pounds of <sighs> items that they keep out of the landfills. Because they're fixing it. And yeah. Then you can use it. They're upcycling it. Yes, they're, upcycling. They're, they're not, yeah. Yeah, or recycling. Oh, and oh, yeah. So it was really fun. I just brought some DIY stuff. And it's always fun to meet you know, crafty people and just share some more stories about our craft fails and successes. <laughs> your people. Yeah, my a people. gathering of your people. Yeah, yes. It was really fun. It is coming up on uh, 649. Charlize uh, Theron and Seth Rogen were on Stern yesterday promoting their new movie. And uh, it's called The Long Shot. And the interview was fascinating for several. First, I love Charlize. I'm a big fan and I love Seth. But the part that kind of got me right away was uh, she she was opening up about her early days and how, you know, she made it clear she wasn't a victim of Harvey of uh, Harvey Weinstein, Mm-mm. but she said that doesn't mean that she didn't encounter Mervy Purvies. She said one of her, I think she said it was her first, or at the very least, it was one of her first auditions. She was in, very young, probably in her early 20s, mid 20s, and she was uh, auditioning. Her agent called her and said, Hey, um, I got this audition for you. You're to go to the executive's house at 9 p.m. And Charlize oh, is like, that's weird. Uh, well, that's that's what Howard said. And she's like, but she wasn't experienced enough to think that that was odd. She's yeah. like, OK, well, maybe executives. That's how, they do have, it. that's how they do it. So she went and Mervy Purvy opened the door, she said, in his pajamas and bare feet. And uh, brought her into the house. They uh, talked for a while. He sat her on the couch. They talked for a while. And at some point, Charlize told Howard, she's like, I I asked the guy, she said, who, by the way, was a uh, huge player back then and is a huge player today in the industry, like still, still a power in the industry. She goes, I asked the guy after about maybe 30, 40 minutes of this talking, she goes, 
Now, do you want me to read? You know, do you want me to do my lines? Do you want me to read for this? Da, da, da. And he goes, no, 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 no. We're just going to chat. We're just going to chat. And she said at that moment, he put her his hand on her knee. And she said she doesn't remember exactly how she got out of the house or what, how the, you know, exactly what she said. But she does know this. She said, I now understand when I hear other victims of this, when they, when they say you go blank, she goes, cause that's exactly what I did. He touched me and I went blank. And she said, and I went into this mode of, I didn't want to be rude. And then Howard's like, isn't that interesting? You know what I mean? You're the victim and your sense of not wanting to be rude it, it prevents you from calling him out. And she goes, yeah, I left. And she was, I got in my car. She was, I got in my Ford Festiva, which I laughed because I had one of those. She was, I'm driving up the canyon. And she goes, I was so mad at myself. I was so mad at myself for not confronting him. She was, because I'm not that kind of girl. She was, I always knew. She was, I'm, I'm, I'm a tough I'm a tough B, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I never thought I would be that girl that was more worried about politeness than telling him all about himself. Well, then she said eight years later, and by this time she had been established. She was Charlize Theron. She was getting a role in a film that this guy was producing. And he came up to her with his producing partner and said, it's nice to meet you. And and Charlize told Howard, oh, I had my moment eight years later. She goes, my moment came eight years later. She goes, because in front of his producing partner, she goes, I looked at him and goes and, and said, oh, no, no, we've met. We met eight years ago at your house oh my at 9 p.m. And she, she told Howard, Lex and Dawn, she was, I had a list. And she was, I went down the list. She goes, of details. She was, oh, no, no, we met. We met at your house at 9 p.m. You answered the door in your pajamas and did it. And she goes, the producing partner was mortified. She goes, he was like shrinking into himself. And all the guy could say was, oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember you. I don't remember that. And and then Howard's like, that just proves. Yep. That just proves how many women he probably did this to. You know, Ugh. that she was just a blip on his Merv Perv and radar. And how many people made a different choice thinking that they could get ahead? Yes. And maybe they have, you know? Yeah. Because well, of that. The, and it made me think, I was watching the CBS Sunday Morning profile of Joan Collins. This has been going on since the 40s, the 30s, since the, since the studio system was created w- with movies. Here's Joan talking about Cleopatra, which was a huge movie in the 60s, eventually went to Elizabeth Taylor. Listen to what Joan said. Which famously went to Elizabeth Taylor. Don't you want Egypt? There were some very big people who promised me this role if I would be nice to them. This was the casting couch. I was dancing with one of them then. He was the head of the studio. And he said, I can put you up in a nice little apartment and I'll come and visit you. And you'll not only get all the best roles at Fox, but we'll see that you get Cleopatra. I said, it's a great idea. I'm here with my agent, Jay Cantor. Let's go and talk to him about it. Did you know that by doing that, you might be scuttling it? Oh, yes. But I was never, ever, ever going to settle 
for giving my body to some old man for a role, or even young man, or anybody. I would never do that, ever, ever. Although she did. Yeah, so mm. Joan turned him down, and then Joan ultimately lost Cleopatra. Um, so, wow. Yeah. So Charlize didn't say who it was? Did Howard no. do any guessing? or? Uh, no, Howard did joke, going back to Charlize, Howard uh, joked, she was like, he's like, okay, and you're going to name the guy right now, right? And everyone <laughs> kind of laughed. And, <laughs> and huh. Seth, Seth cracked a joke. Seth goes, I want to go on record and say, no one has ever wanted to sleep with me. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> huh. Anyway, it was, it, was a, it was a fascinating interview, and I love her so much. She is, she is a tough yeah. She is a tough woman. I adore her. This movie looks really good, too. It's getting good reviews. Did they ask so, it all about Brad Pitt possibly dating him? Um, that, those rumors were swirling for a while. Yeah, no. I, I Maybe it's at the end. I'm not quite done with the interview, so maybe ah. at the very end of it. So, 6.55. Uh, when we come back, everybody, Don and Alexis will have this uh, the Dirt Alert. Plus, uh, Lex talks about season 10 of The Walking Dead. And, of course, Second Chance Friendship. 7 o'clock hour starts right after this.